Why does doing what you want even matter? For me, first, it's because I've been raised not to. I've been asking myself recently, have I just been gaslighting myself my whole life? In my environment in particular, I was always told that someone else's ideas were right for me. I'm Karen Stiles, and this is the Intentional Career Podcast. I talk to all kinds of people who take all kinds of paths to work they love. This season is all about career courage. Today is a solo mini episode, and I wanted to talk to you about the skill of listening to yourself. This started from an Instagram story I shared about a month ago. So I'm going to share that two minute clip here, and then I will share my thoughts afterwards. You'll also hear some music before that clip and after that clip. And I really hope you enjoy this episode. What's the cost of not listening to yourself? Came about because on the weekend, I had this like really strong urge to do some creative work. I think when the weather gets cold, I always have the urge to like knit blankets or sew a blanket. <laughs> Somebody about me wants blankets and I want to create blankets. And even though I totally had the time, for some reason I didn't do it. And I was asking myself, why? Like, did I think I had more productive things to do? Maybe I needed to clean the house instead. Maybe there were other things that seemed more important or that I didn't deserve to create something if I hadn't produced something first. I don't know. And I guess, yeah, what's the cost of not listening to yourself when you are thinking things like, I want to create something, or I want to do something different, or I'd like to leave this job, or I'd like to earn more money, but then you just push that down. So what happens? And also, I kind of hate that question because it's a bit, maybe it's too grandiose or too all or nothing or too scarcity focused. So maybe the better question is then what might happen if I experimented with listening to myself a little bit more, you know? Um, so I have found some ways to create in the past couple of days. I was on a call yesterday and I did some doodling and pulled out my sketchbook and a Sharpie and that felt really good and made some breakfast muffins that I've been wanting to make for a while. So, you know, I've found little ways to be creative to make something. So I'm just asking myself, how can I listen to those desires a little bit more? Recently, this happened again. You know, there was a pull to do something and then this natural instinct to kind of push that down. So I woke up and I had a, quite a bit of time before my first appointment. So I wasn't in a rush that morning. And I thought, what if I just stayed in bed and read a book? You know, I was whatever Taylor Jenkins read novel I was reading at the time. And I thought, wouldn't that just be delicious to just start the day by doing something purely because I want to, purely for pleasure, not because I have to, not because I need to start my morning routine. By the way, I don't really have one beyond, you know, brushing my teeth. But what if I just start the day by doing something purely because I want to, not because I have to? And I think I, I got up and got distracted by whatever social media notification was on my phone. And I went down a rabbit hole, which I often do. And I suspect that's normal for a lot of other people as well. But then I remembered it, remembered that feeling of, of wanting that. And I didn't want to let it go. So I did manage to grab that book 
and I read a little bit while I was eating breakfast. And I've decided that this is a skill I want to build, that muscle of doing what I want to do. Because I know that there are other places in my life where I want to do bigger things and I haven't quite figured out how to navigate or how to start, or it's not as simple as something right in front of me. So I have a hunch that building this skill in areas like doing art or reading just because I want to will build that muscle that I can flex in other areas when the time is right. And why does doing what you want even matter? For me, first, it's because I've been raised not to. I've been asking myself recently, have I just been gaslighting myself my whole life? Partly it's being raised female in a patriarchal and conservative religious environment and just in the world in general. But in my environment in particular, I was always kind of told that someone else's ideas were right for me, right? My churches, my fathers, gods. And I was also told that anything that I wanted was probably wrong. There's this whole idea of original sin that's baked into the Christian environment that that I believe is really harmful, and it was really harmful for me, right, to, to have the assumption that what I want is probably bad, wrong, and evil, and to always question that. So for me, you know, doing what I want, it sounds really simple, but it doesn't necessarily come easily. The other reason that doing what I want matters is that it comes back to courage. Because what I realized is that courage is connected to desire. It's knowing, acknowledging, and allowing desire. Oh, I want something. It's okay for me to want it. I don't need to automatically ignore it. You know, taking ownership of the desire too to say, hey, this is real and this is important for me. And then going beyond that and cultivating the desire. This is so important. And it's something that I want to grow and lean into the desire for the thing that I want. And then this is where the courage comes in too, is saying it out loud and telling other people about the desire, about the thing I want. Perhaps it's saying it out loud so that other people can know and adjust expectations, right? If I'm, if I'm changing what I'm doing. Or it might be so that other people can cheer me on right? So that they can know that I'm going after what I want and I can get support. This kind of goes back to something Diana Alt said in her interview in episode four of this season. How can you get what you want if you can't even say it out loud? So saying it out loud is an important part of it. And I think there's a danger in not listening to yourself too. It's not likely fatal at this moment, but when you keep putting things off and keep thinking, I'll do it later, we might assume that, you know, I can just flip that switch and do what I want later. But I'm not sure that that'll actually work because what you've built, or I should say for myself, what I have built in many areas is that muscle of ignoring myself, of putting it off, of saying, oh, I want this, but I'm going to push it down and undermining that. Let me say this. It's never impossible to change course. And you can do that at any time. For myself, I've decided that I want to start building this muscle now and see where it takes me. 
I already know where the ignoring myself and listening to other people has gotten me, and I'm going to try a new thing. And if this is striking a chord with you somewhere, here's what I'll offer. What would it look like for you to work on growing that muscle of leaning into desire, of knowing what you want, allowing it, cultivating it, and saying it out loud? If you want, you can start the experiment too. Let's see where it takes us. Thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It helps more people find the podcast. And I'm hoping that anyone who listens will be able to build their career courage and be inspired to create their own version of an intentional career. I'm Karen Stiles. I'm a career and life coach and the founder of Flow and Fire Coaching. Check out the links in the show notes or go to intentionalcareer.co to learn more about the podcast or inquire about hiring me as your coach. Thank you so much for listening to the Intentional Career Podcast.